Thanks for checking out my video. If you want to learn more from me, I have a lot of classes on Udemy. You can find the links to a lot of those in the description. Okay, so it's about like five-ish something in the morning. I actually slept in later than I thought I was going to, and honestly later than I'd hoped. But I thought of making a video this morning on something that was rather interesting. Now, the Andean spiritual people, they're known as the, uh, the Caro, they were the ones that fled into the mountains during the Spanish conquest over in, in areas like Peru. And they're very connected with nature spirits around them, and they have a really interesting viewpoint of the whole cosmos being three different levels, and I'm probably going to make a video on how that kind of goes across a bunch of different cultures with <clears throat> the way that they view there being a realm above us, the one that we're in, and the one below us. But the thing that I wanted to talk about today that I did find um, was very interesting is their concept of two different kinds of spiritual people. I don't exactly like using the word shamans with them. Um, and even magician is not exactly applicable, but to them, there are two kinds of spiritual people, um, practitioners. Anyway, there's the Pampa Messiah and the Alta Messiah. Now, the difference here is what kind of level or what kind of tools or methodologies that they use to connect with the different spirits around them, be they the spirits that are in their, the realm that everyone exists in being the, the Kai Pacha or the Hanuk Pacha above or the Ugu Pacha below. And, um, the, Pampa Messiah connects with these different spirits and spiritual energies through ritual. So the way that they're able to talk to and pet petition spirits is through the use of their, their kipus, which are little medicine bundles, and through various ritualistic practices and praying and petitioning and connecting and working with the spirits in that way. And then there are others that are called ultimasiacs that are connected with spirit in a different way where it's almost instantaneous and they can, for lack of a, of a better analogy, just connect with spirits on the fly. So they don't have to be in a ritual space, conducting a ritual in order to hear things from spirits and communicate with them. And kind of how does that apply to us as like Western magical practitioners or those that just practice any other kind of system? Well, you know, it kind of puts our practice into two different categories. When I walk into my basement where I have my altar and such, and I light the candles and I sit down and I start doing my thing, that is a manner in which I connect with spirits when I'm working with the 50 names of Marduk, the spirits from the Nergak, or the Simon Necronomicon, or whatever other modality I'm working with. I'm using that ritual space 
and the energy that I raise and the psychodrama of it in order to lower my conscious awareness and open my subconscious awareness to be able to communicate with the different spirits that I'm invoking and push the energy of that interaction towards a goal. Now, there are other times when I am out and about and I'm doing my thing and I'm working or I'm out traveling or whatever, and I'm asking a question or something or I'm wondering about making a decision. And because I've trained myself through meditation and years of doing this, your subconscious is open to hearing little things. And when you are connected with a bunch of different spirits, because you've been working with them for forever, I've been working with the 50 names of Marduk for God years now, that, and other different kinds of spirits that I work with, particularly like my Watcher and my HGA and other spirits like that, that when I'm wondering about a decision or I'm trying to figure something out, I will hear externalized input from, the, you know, it's not like I'm hearing somebody whisper next to my ear, but because my subconscious is, an, is open and that's the antenna through which we communicate with different spirits, I'll hear, turn here, go this way instead of that way, do this instead, grab this, grab that. And th in that way, I also connect with spirits. So in a way, I do both what is viewed from like the Pompa Messiah perspective of just ritual only, and then the Ultima Messiah perspective of being able to connect with different spirits all of the time. So what kind of, what does this have to do with you guys? When you're working with different spirits or different magical systems, there are effectively two different categories by which you can work and communicate with spirits because a lot of magic yeah we can sit down and we can you know do like a chord chord spell candle spell what have you where we're just working with those tools as representative of what we want our big action to be out in the real world and we do our thing and we send our energy energy off and ba-boom but a good number of different systems have us working with different spirits. So this perspective allows us to understand that there are two different ways of doing that. When we're working with like the 50 names of Marduk and we're petitioning them with Zeke Akanpa, Zeon Akanpa, hear me, oh, the, oh thou blank, come to me by the powers of the word blank and answer my return prayer, da, da 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 and we're doing the visualization and stuff, or we grab our mala beads or something and we're doing and we're chanting the power word and whatnot, we are petitioning that spirit and the belief in whatnot allows us to know that that spirit is hearing us, is going to listen to us, is going to help us out given our energetic offering and how we, we say we're going to offer this and you give us that. And whether we hear them or not, or whether we get an impression or not, or something goes bump in the night around us or not, we hold the knowing that that particular spirit is listening to us, is going to work with us through the ritual and psychodrama that we make because we open our subconscious antenna and yada 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 and that's one way to do it and on top of that or with that you can also have experiences both in ritual and in your everyday life where you get those little influences and those little notions or a feeling or even hearing a thought or something like that 
from a spirit that you've developed a relationship with or others around you when you are spiritually open that can communicate with you. So there's both the interaction of petitioning and working with spirits in ritual and that and then alongside that or kind of different from that being able to connect with spirits nearly like instantaneously mainly the difference here is with tools papa messiah ish or without tools alta messiah ish so i would suggest working on both of these different modalities and working with meditation and clearing your mind and being open to hearing and differentiating between your mind voice and the influence of another of another entity slash spirit what whatnot it's honestly not that scary you know and working on both of those because both of those methods are by the ways by which we can communicate with other entities that are out there that we can work with and barter with for i scratch your your back you scratch mine i offer this and you can help me get that and one of the other interesting things is ultima psychics are not really like i'm trained right a lot of the times in this culture if someone is struck by lightning then they can be considered an ultimasiac why because if you get struck by lightning most of the time that's it you're done right but one the lightning comes from up above so it comes from the hanuk pacha where that's like the higher spiritual realm and the lightning ends up smacking you down and you didn't die so you got touched by that upper realm and you're still here right so it's almost like seen as a blessing from the higher realm or spirits of saying i chose you i mean it's a rather dramatic way to do it to strike them by lightning but you get the point i mean if you're gonna go through something super drastic that ends a lot of people and you survive well I can see why that would be considered something very spiritually like opening or very significant that they can then interpret in a spiritual manner. So let me know what you guys think about this. If you want to learn more about the ways that the Andeans go through some of their magical practices, I think I'm going to make some more videos on that. But I think this whole differentiation between the two different ways that we can petition and communicate with spirits was rather interesting and i wanted to share it with you so let me know what you think good hunting thanks for watching my video so if you want to check out my playlists i have among others the simon necronomicon the tree of life general magic tulpamancy a playlist on my books the elements stones the theories that govern magic, and the gods and goddesses of Mesopotamia. If you want to check out my books on Amazon, I have Creating Consciousness, Magical Mechanics, Magical Theater, Handy Sigil Magic, Magical Movement, which is an update and expansion upon Handy Sigil Magic, Magical Mastery, which is a combination masterwork of Magical Theater and Magical Mechanics, and the Guide to the Spheres and Beyond. You can also find me on Facebook at MagicologyYT. You can email me at priestofthenecro at gmail.com, and you can even check out my Instagram, which is Magicology.
and good hunting. You can also find me on Facebook at MagicologyYT. You can email me at priestofthenecro at gmail.com, and you can even check out my Instagram, which is Magicology. And good hunting.